Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars podcast. We spill all the tea on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. And this week, we're going to be talking all about Mars in Taurus, Mercury in Cancer. We've got some major changes that are happening in the astrology that are going to have a really big impact on you, your energy, the way you think about things. If you missed last week, we talked about the new moon in Cancer. So we've already gotten a little bit of that Cancerian energy going. We're in cancer season and also Neptune went retrograde last week as well. So if you missed out on that and want to know how Neptune retrograde is affecting you, then definitely listen to last week's episode. But this week, the goal is to learn all about how your motivation might change during Mars and Taurus and how your feelings might change with Mercury and Cancer, as well as how to lean into the energy that's at hand here and make the absolute most of it. And just to give you a heads up, next week we're going to talk about the full moon in Capricorn and how to set intentions for what you should release based on astrology. And then also we will be talking about Venus in Cancer, how that affects you, and specifically how it affects your relationships. Now, if you're listening to this podcast early on in the week, like Monday, Tuesday, good, happy. If you're listening to this later in the week, then you missed the initial change. The energy is still lingering. But I do want to say, moving forward, a lot of the astrology, just by coincidence, seems to happen early in the week where there's like new and full moons on Mondays and Tuesdays or Wednesdays. So my strong suggestion is that you listen to the episodes as soon as they come out so that moving forward, you don't miss out on any of the more short-term transits. That's just my personal advice. I mean, obviously, we all have different listening habits. So so you listen when you listen, but I just wanted to put that little PSA in before we get into the episode that moving forward, it might be best to listen early in the week, if at all possible. But after a short ad break, let's talk all about Mars and Taurus and Mercury and Cancer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. <laughs> Welcome back. Hopefully you listened through those ads. Hopefully it wasn't too bad. Anyways, let's talk. What's happening? What's going on this week? <laughs> Both of the events we're talking about, Mars and Taurus, Mercury and Cancer, happen on July 5th. Mars enters Taurus on July 5th at 2.04 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. What you need to know about this is that our motivation is about to slow down seriously. We want to take our time doing things. How Mars and Taurus affects you is that overall, you really value taking things slow, taking your time to get things done, enjoying things that last for longer. You want to think of this as that longer, more sustained energy. So I know we previously mentioned that Mars 
doesn't really like being in Taurus. Mars is a very let's do it right now, quick, fast energy. And as Jade was just saying, Taurus energy likes to take things slow. Slow and steady wins the race (laughs) is really good for finding that like work life balance, if you will, finding time to work hard and do things that you need to do, but also remembering to slow down and relax so that you're not burning out and you're really able to sustain your energy. Yeah, I also think that in the beginning of the summer, while Mars is in Taurus and we're still in cancer season, this is a good time to kind of want to unplug and to relax a little bit more. Taurus energy is very indulgent and knows the beauty of self-care and relaxation. So I like Mars and Taurus for that reason. But I will say something you you should know is as we enter Leo season and Mars in Taurus stays in Taurus, there will be some more difficult aspects and we'll touch on them now. So before it's Leo season, what's going to happen with Mars and Taurus in just a bit. But know that the beginning of the time that Mars is in Taurus, this is like relaxation vibes, but it does get a little bit uncomfortable in Leo season. Another thing to know about this, Mars and Taurus is very consistent and almost stubborn, if you will, in terms of the way that you're going about doing things, but also in your everyday life and things can get a little bit heated when Mars is involved. So you might find that you want to do things one way and not be as open to change or as adaptable. So in terms of like your own life and how this affects you, if you find that you're really set in your ways or you notice that you're coming up against some challenges that you're not able to overcome easily, it might be that you kind of have to change your method. Think about if your current method is serving you. It's both sides where on one hand, you do really well at being consistent and anything that requires like that consistent energy will thrive when Mars is in Taurus. But sometimes too, we have to take a step back and be like, okay, well, maybe the way that I have been doing things for so long isn't necessarily the best way. Yeah, it can be hard when you know that you're right and somebody else is really arguing against you and you know that they're wrong about something. So just be on the lookout if disagreements take that turn, just as a heads up. And everything else that Kara had mentioned too about having to figure out what is the best method of approaching things. I know that, and we'll talk about it in just a second, change is going to be a big thing. Do we want to make change? Is change necessary? Is change uncomfortable? But is change good? I don't know. We'll talk on that later. But those themes are also really important just due to the aspects that Mars will make in Taurus. Something you might not have known is that Mars is in detriment in Taurus and also Libra. The reason for this is because Mars is at home, aka the ruler of Scorpio and Aries, which are the sister signs of Taurus and Libra. Since Mars is in domicile and performs in the sister signs a lot better when we put it in Taurus and Libra, Mars has a harder time doing its Mars thing, if you will. Certain signs will be more affected by Mars and Taurus than the others. So which signs are those? Let's discuss. The most affected by this, in my opinion, will be Scorpio because Mars opposite the Scorpio sun can be very 
intense oppositions or push-pull dynamics. Things can go really strong in one way, really strong the other way. So Scorpios, be on the lookout with that. Taurus, too, because of the conjunction, whatever your Taurus placement is, will be amplified by the Mars energy there. If you have Leo or Aquarius placements, Mars and Taurus will be square that, which brings about that like tense, challenging energy. And while we're talking about this, because this came up recently on TikTok at BLME, the stars, if you want to give us a follow. But like if you're someone who has a lot of placements in Scorpio, Taurus, Leo, or Aquarius, this is going to be very activating and very prominent in your chart. So that's just really important to know. But in terms of people who are going to enjoy this and have, you know, a little bit of an easier time, if you have Capricorn or Virgo placements, Mars will be making some more easy, positive aspects to your chart. So this will definitely be a good time to do anything that requires a lot of motivation or like physical activity. Some of the key dates to know with Mars and Taurus, these are the ones that happen during Leo season, as I mentioned. So it's far in advance, but you have the heads up now. The first one is August 1st. Mars is conjunct Uranus. This is a day to be rebellious. This is a day to make big changes in your life, but proceed with caution because accidents are highly likely during Mars conjunct Uranus. Speaking from past experience, I have dealt with that. So be cautious on August 1st. On August 7th, we have my least favorite of all the Mars aspects. Mars will be square Saturn. If you've been here since 2020, then you know that we've dealt with a lot of Mars square Saturn energy, but it's back here again. And it's challenging because the Mars energy really wants to like go and get it done. And Saturn's like, hold on, wait a minute. What about this? So in general, if around this time, you're feeling like you're not maybe able to do the things that you want to do, or things are progressing a lot slower than you expected, or no matter which way you turn, something comes up like that's all because Mars is square Saturn. So again, just something to keep in mind. But also in terms of a more positive interpretation of this, sometimes those like challenges can be quote unquote, helpful if it does help you change directions or learn something new. But in the moment, sometimes it just feels a little chaotic and stressful. So again, if you're feeling that energy, it's the transits. On August 11th, Mars is sextile Neptune. This is a good time to really go after the things that you have been dreaming about for a long time since Neptune is dreams and Mars is motivation. When they're sextile, they're supporting each other. So you have a nice positive push from the universe on August 11th. And then on August 14th, Mars will be trying Pluto. Pluto is a very intense, passionate energy. So you can expect any physical energy or motivation and drive that you have to just be really, really strong, which again is enhancing a lot of that like Taurus consistent energy. So you can expect to just be feeling very motivated to have a lot of energy in general and just be very. And if you're curious to know how Mars and Taurus affects you and your chart specifically, as well as Mercury and Cancer, which we're about to talk about in a minute, then feel free to book a reading with either Kara or I. We do do personalized horoscopes where we can take a look at your chart and see how Mars and Taurus or Mercury and Cancer is impacting you, as well as literally any other astrology question you might have 
we can answer that for you. Intro is an app that allows for like FaceTime style calls. So you can just pick if you want to book a reading with either me or Kara and we'll be able to chat over video format. Anything that you basically want to know. We do have different time slots so you can choose readings as short as 15 minutes or as long as an hour so you can decide how much you want to get out of us. And if you've never booked a reading with us before, then you have a discount code for 20% off your first reading. It is STARS, all caps, S-T-A-R-S. And if you are watching this on YouTube or on Spotify, the video podcast version, then you've already kind of seen, you know, how this affects everyone based on their rising sign. So hit him, wink, wink, if you want like a quick little reference. But again, if you want something that's more in depth, a reading is a way to go. The link will be in our description. Let's discuss Mercury and Cancer. This happens the same day, very shortly after, at 2.25 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, the time and date, per usual for both, were from the website astroseek.com. Yes, this literally happens almost 20 minutes after Mars enters Taurus. So, what you need to know about this, you're about to become very emotional. I'm going to be honest. Not super emotional, but more emotional if you're not used to it. I will say the Cancer Scorpios, Pisces of the world are not going to be as shocked by this, but everyone else tends to get very upset. How this affects you, Mercury and Cancer. Coming from a Mercury and Cancer person myself, you will start to feel a lot more sensitive to most things around you. You might find yourself taking things a bit more personally, but also just getting very upset or emotionally moved by certain things, crying at baby animals, more happy than usual, just sensitivity in general happens. Your intuition gets really strong. You might start having this gut feeling that's telling you to do something that probably is actually the right thing to do. Other things to know. You might start thinking about how something makes you feel more than usual. I know the earth, air, and fire mercuries tend to process their thoughts in a a different fashion than the water mercuries do. The water mercury energy is more like, how does this make me feel? How am I feeling today? How does the other person feel? We're thinking about our feelings and we're feeling our thoughts. (laughs) So If that's something that's not normal to you, expect to really be paying a lot more attention to your emotional state during Mercury and Cancer. Yeah, and that's really important to point out, especially as someone who has their Mercury and Aries and this just being square. Even if this isn't your typical quote unquote communication style, it's a really good time to practice listening to understand instead of listening to respond. Just because we have that connection to our emotions, it can be really easy to be in the middle of a conversation and just be so caught up in what you're going to say next or what they think or just not being fully present in the moment with the person, no matter what they're talking about. So, again, while Mercury's in Kansas, is a really good time to kind of focus on that aspect of communication. And also keep in mind that people may be communicating in a more indirect way as well. So if you are someone who's like very literal, just likes to say things or whatever is going on, you know, it depends person to person, but it's important to be sensitive to the other things that are going on in people's lives and kind of just think about it again from the perspective of really understanding and taking in what someone's saying instead of making assumptions or you just like not being present in the moment. 
Yeah, one of the things we used to say, and I don't even know if people still do this, but like during Mercury and Cancer, people would put how they feel like on their stories on Instagram by sharing music. And like, that's the most Mercury and Cancer thing ever. I don't know if people still do that, but that that is a good example of the indirect communication Kara was talking about. Other things, though, that matter that you might not have thought about is your creativity, thinking in a more creative fashion or channeling your emotions into something that is creative. If you're not someone who normally engages in creative activities, you might be more called to it during Mercury and Cancer. And I know I talked about this last year because the Caliucci song was like really popular at the time, but you might just start like knowing things and knowing how other people feel before they even know it or knowing what other people are thinking, mind reading, psychic reading almost in a way just by picking up on the vibes. My caution to that, though, is while most of the time it is true, people also can't read your mind which as a Mercury and Cancer person, I struggled with for a very long time because if I can just sense how other people were feeling, why couldn't they do the same to me? It is very important that you do know that that's something that's happening and you speak up about the things that you think and feel rather than just assuming people will pick up on the subtle hints that you might be dropping and Another thing that you might not have known might happen, but you should know is people might vent to you a lot. And if you get overwhelmed because now you have this sudden gift of listening to understand and comforting others and you get very overwhelmed that it's okay to speak up, always ask for permission too if you're going to vent to someone because they might not be in the headspace for it. Kara and I have a shared journal called Can I Vent? The venting thing happens a lot and we just need to make sure that every party involved is aware of the venting and is happy about it and is okay and consents to it all because you never know what other people are going through. Yeah, and if you ever need to bring something up or if there's something that you want to talk about with someone, you could always say things like, oh, I noticed this, like, what do you think about it? Or I notice this, what's going on? Just to be more curious if that makes any sense instead of, again, like making assumptions and be like, you're doing this or you made me feel like this. And there's like a lot of, you know, feelings. I'm sure you felt it even just listening to me say that. Like it's a completely different vibe than to just like open up a conversation. So another thing to kind of keep in mind and did want to point out too that, yes, this is a very creative energy and so is Mars and Taurus because Taurus is ruled by Venus. So there's still like a lot of like creativity in the air. Also with Neptune retrograde, just pointing all of that out in case that you are still thinking about your creative self or just wanting to kind of be immersed in art and movies and things like that. Still a good time. Certain signs will be affected more than others. So let's discuss cancers obviously we are the most affected by mercury and cancer because not only were we already kind of emotional to begin with but now we have our minds are in that same place and we're thinking in alignment with who we really are so our thoughts and our identity and the way we communicate are all in alignment we also might be a little bit more chatty during this time depending on what placements you have in cancer 
Capricorn as well is also affected by this, but due to the opposition, I always say this coming from the Capricorn Cancer axis myself, when there is an opposition between Capricorn and Cancer, I find the Capricorn placement gets very overwhelmed because the Capricorn energy tends to suppress the emotional Cancer side that is there. So strong emotions might come up and you might fluctuate between being more your practical logical self and allowing yourself to be emotional and that's okay so just be on the lookout if things get a little weird (laughs) or uncomfortable I guess yeah same thing for Aries and Libra because this will be square your placements this just kind of makes it hard to communicate it doesn't mean that like you're not making an effort but I feel like sometimes the square just makes things either like come out wrong or it can make you feel like you're just not getting your point across in the way that you wanted it to. So if you do run into any of those moments with the square, it's a great time to take a deep breath and then try to be as clear with your communication as possible just because when signs are square, they go about things in a different way. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just really important, again, to just try to be mindful of the way that you are communicating with others. And Scorpio and Pisces, you'll probably find Mercury and Cancer to be an easy easier time just because it is trying to your water placement so the water energy is strong you feel supported and able to be your emotional watery self that you normally are let's talk about some of the key dates during mercury in cancer the first one no surprise is july 5th the day that mercury enters cancer and mars enters taurus since they happen within minutes from each other no surprise they make a sextile to each other very early on so the same day that these two planets enter the those two signs and their sextile this is a good day to really say what's on your mind say what you're thinking your mind and your motivation are working together in a positive way your thoughts might be moving a little quick but with that being said you're really able to connect the like mind motivation energies together and make things happen Yeah, speaking of your mind moving quickly, on July 9th, we have Mercury squared Jupiter, and Jupiter is a more positive planet, so the square inherently will be a little bit more positive than squares to other planets, but you probably will have just like a lot going on in your head. You're probably going to want to talk a lot and just be really chatty and want to socialize and be around others. On July 13th, Mercury is sextile Uranus. This is really good energy for creative thinking or even changing the way that you think about things in general. If you've been looking for a new change in perspective, that can happen on July 13th. But overall, expect like classic think outside of the box, taking new approaches to different things that you, yeah, just taking new approaches. And then on July 17th, Mercury will be trying Neptune. All of the creative and understanding and like emotional side of Cancer with the trying to Neptune is just really magical. In my opinion, it's a really good day to just vibe, embrace your creativity, but also to connect with others and really just like have those like heart to heart moments. I feel like this one's pretty good vibes. Yeah. And then on July 18th, Mercury is opposite Pluto. And I hate that we always say dive deep, but this is a day where you can really dive deep and figure out where the answers are within yourself. This is a good day for doing any like, I hate to say like investigative research or figuring things out. 
or getting to the root of certain problems, but also too, like your emotions can be pretty strong during this time. And you might realize that there's some certain things you need to heal from that you might not have before. So just be on the lookout on July 18th for that. Yeah, I was thinking about this recently, and we're going to talk about next week, as we said before, a full moon in Capricorn. But if you think about the full moon and how you can see the whole thing, full moons are when the moon is opposite the sun. So the same thing happens with oppositions with other planets as well. So things are like illuminated, something to keep in mind or just be aware of as things are maybe coming up when this aspect's happening. Well, and that's like pretty much it for these two transits. Just know next week we're going to be talking all about the full moon in Capricorn and Venus in Cancer. Your relationships will be affected for sure by Venus in Cancer. And we've got a lot to talk about with the full moon in Capricorn. So definitely stick around for next week where we talk about that. And this is your reminder, though, that we do strongly suggest listening to the episodes early in the week. So next week when the episode comes out if you're listening that you listen early on so you don't miss out on the full moon in Capricorn. That's just my advice. <laughs> if you want to stay in the loop with us and everything that is coming in the astrology and as we continue to report on it, then make sure you're following us on social media. We are on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at BLME The Stars. We're also on YouTube posting the podcast as well as YouTube Shorts. If you want to search Blame It on the Stars podcast on YouTube and subscribe to us there, you can. That is all for now, and we'll see you all next Monday. Bye.